SeniorLivingGuide.com podcast discusses topics which are relevant to the everyday lives of seniors and their caregivers. We are joined by experts who share their knowledge on a variety of issues. SeniorLivingGuide.com podcast offers solutions and resources to create the best quality of life as we age. And now, let's welcome your host, Darlene Mahoney. Does the idea of searching for senior housing solutions seem overwhelming and you just aren't even sure where to begin? SeniorLivingGuide.com is created just for you. We are here to make sure your senior housing search is easy to navigate and right at your fingertips. We provide details on communities to include 55 plus, independent, retirement, assisted living, skilled nursing, memory care, and even home health and home care solutions, all on one easy to navigate website, allowing you to decide which best fits your needs and connecting you directly with those communities. So visit us online today at SeniorLivingGuide.com and start de-stressing. And I would really like to thank and express our gratitude to our podcast sponsors, TransMed Long Distance Medical Transportation. When a loved one with a disability or medical condition needs to relocate, TransMed Care is here to help with safe and secure nationwide medical transport services with an emphasis on comfort and care. TransMedCare Long Distance Medical Transportation is a business built on care. Another satisfied customer writes, My family and I were extremely pleased with the professionalism, warmth, friendliness, and competence of the TransMedCare team. They were on time, patient, obliging, and kept in touch regularly during the ride from New Jersey to Florida. And they were very kind to my husband. I highly recommend this company. To learn more about TransMedCare, visit the website at trans-medcare.com. Today, we are joined by Beth Solkowski. She is the VP of Communications from the Alzheimer's Association in the South Carolina chapter. And this is not her first rodeo with us here at SeniorLivingGuide.com podcast. Beth joined us back in August, um, and we had a really great conversation about the headway that research for finding a cure for Alzheimer's that has been made. So definitely visit that podcast if you haven't heard it already. But today we're going to talk about something really totally different with Beth. It's about the walk to end Alzheimer's. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, And you're from the Greenville area of South Carolina, correct? That's right. I'm an upstate girl, um, but our chapter serves the entire state of South Carolina from the mountains to the coast. And of course, Alzheimer's Association has local chapters in every state in the U.S. So wherever you are, we are there working in your community. Perfect. I used to live in Greenville. I don't know if I ever told you that. Greenville has a big place in my heart. I absolutely love it. And I've gone there just to vacay. We went one Christmas and then um, I went with my daughter and did the duck races. It's such a fun place to visit in general. So um, just a little shout out for those needing a fun place to, to go visit. Yes, it's becoming a foodie destination, actually. We, we've got the nice cooler weather, the nice greenery that you might not have in other places in the state. And yeah, always a good time in Greenville. Yeah, there's always something to do. I've never been there when I haven't found something really interesting to do. And your farmer's markets on Saturdays, I'm just going to plug that 
um, when it's available and that is downtown. It's so much fun. It is. But one other thing that is downtown in Greenville um, is, as you mentioned, our Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's. It's right down the street from the farmer's market at Floor Field, the big baseball stadium. And this is an event that is actually happening in the fall across the country, not just in South Carolina. And it's an exciting year if you've never been a part of our walk because this is really our moment for the cause for the first time in history. As we talked about last time, there are multiple FDA approved treatments that can now change the course of Alzheimer's in the earliest stages of the disease in a meaningful way, giving people more time to spend with the people they love, to laugh together, to continue making memories and to do the things that they want to do. We're closer than ever to stopping Alzheimer's, but we feel like this is the first of many steps in the right direction. This treatment is is wonderful. It's the first thing that like it we've had, but it is not yet a cure. And we continue to push for a day when we don't have Alzheimer's or any other dementia. Oh, exactly. These are huge developments. And we did really talk about, you know, very specifically what those developments are and the actual treatments. So if our listeners didn't catch that in the first podcast, they should definitely go check that out. But really, a lot of it is about getting that early diagnosis, which is so super important at the early progression of Alzheimer's disease. These treatments um, might be an option, right? That's right. Um, One of the things we talked a lot about is how how it's even more important now that if you're seeing memory changes in yourself or someone else that you talk to the doctor right away, because these new treatments, they can give a lot of hope and extra good days to people. They really are only effective and uh, approved for the very earliest stages of the disease. So you don't want to waste time. There's a lot of denial. I think that comes with Alzheimer's. And this is one more reason to be proactive in talking to your doctor about any changes that you're seeing because more good days with your family can really be priceless. In addition to this treatment, while it is definitely changing the whole landscape of how we approach Alzheimer's today, there's a lot more work to be done because we know there are millions of families impacted by Alzheimer's in the U.S., and many of them will not be able to benefit from these treatments. And so we need to make sure that they are still in getting the information and the support connection to resources in their communities. And one way that we keep this momentum going to reach even more people and bring more awareness to this cause is the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's. So that is right around the corner this fall. Uh, Fall means walk for us here at the Alzheimer's Association. Yeah, it does seem like most of the walks are going on or happening in the fall time, which is probably good because it's not so hot. One of our last podcasts that we did, our guest panelist, Valerie, a friend of mine, listened to our previous podcast and gained a lot of information. While she's not able to utilize the treatment because it is for her mother who is in mid-stages Alzheimer's, really learned that the Alzheimer's Association does provide more than just research and different types of things, but Alzheimer's provides a resource. And she utilized that resource. She made a phone call, which was really 
really a nice game changer for her and the way that she proceeded in making some decisions for her mother. You know, we do these podcasts and we really hope that it reaches people that need the information to make better decisions for their loved ones and for themselves because we want them to be a great resource and to find out that it really truly was and it made a difference in someone's life. I just wanted to share that with you today that, you know, that's all good news, right? Yes, that's wonderful. I'm so glad for Valerie. And I and I hope that others will, you know, learn from this, go to ALZ.org, learn a little bit more about the disease or take advantage of our on-demand education classes or give our helpline a call. A lot of people don't realize we have a 24-7 free helpline. That's 800-272-3900. You can call that anytime, day or night. And there's a master's level social worker on the other end of that call. They have specialist information to help you with and point to whether it's learning about the warning signs or trying to figure out how to cope with the caregiving challenge or trying to find resources right there in your community. Those are all things that we can help with. Absolutely amazing. Thank you so very much for that. Um, So let's go ahead and we're going to talk about the walk to end Alzheimer's because it is something that anyone really anywhere can participate in. So tell us a little bit more about that. So the walk, as I mentioned, is nationwide. This is actually collectively the world's largest event to raise awareness and funds for Alzheimer's research, care, and support. Uh, So we hold this annually in more than 600 communities across the country. And it's really an inspiring occasion that calls on community members of all ages and abilities to get involved in the fight against the disease. So it's not a strenuous walk. Um, Most places, it's around two miles between one and three miles. It's just really a special morning. Here in South Carolina, we have nine locations across the state. Most of them are in October, but a few are starting here in, in September and will continue through November. And if anyone wants to find the walk near them, whether in South Carolina or anywhere in the U.S., you can visit alz.org walk. You can either find your location on a map or put in your zip code and it will point you to the closest walk. Oh, that's fabulous. Thank you so much for that. So I do think that we're going to dig in deep about how this walk isn't just getting up in the morning, putting on your shoes, doing your walk. There's a lot of really fun aspects to this walk as well that really brings people together. And we're going to talk about that after our break with our sponsors. We actually have new podcast sponsors. It's Transmed Care Long Distance Medical Transportation. And they are really excited about this podcast as well because they are participating in the walk um, to end Alzheimer's in Florida. So when they heard we were doing this podcast, they were really excited excited about that as well. So we're going to take a break. We're going to hear from our podcast sponsors and we'll be right back. Hi, this is Andrew Brainerd, owner of TransMedCare Long Distance Medical Transportation. We are proud to support the Alzheimer's Association and all the amazing work they do. When it comes time to relocate a loved one under medical care, TransMedCare is here to help, providing the very best in nationwide medical transport. Visit our website at trans-medcare.com. At TransMedCare, nothing is more important than bringing your loved one home safely. All right, once again, thank you for joining us, Beth, with the Alzheimer's Association. She is with the South Carolina chapter, and she's located in Greenville, South Carolina. But we are going to continue talking about the walk to end Alzheimer's. While it's a walk to benefit Alzheimer's, it can be really fun as well. So tell us a little bit more about the event itself. 
At its heart, WALK is all about fighting for a different future for families who are facing the disease today, for more time, and for better treatments moving forward. As I mentioned, it's usually a casual around two-mile walk through the surrounding area, but my favorite part is really before we walk. We have a moving opening ceremony that morning, which includes a special element that we call the promise garden. And so we actually have brightly colored pinwheel flowers that you can like put in your yard afterward that spin in the breeze. And the different colors are symbolic of individuals' reasons for getting involved with the walk. So I always select a purple flower because I've lost a few different family members to Alzheimer's and other dementias. And so the purple is in remembrance. The yellow is for people who are caregiving right now. The blue is for someone who's currently living with mild cognitive impairment or dementia or Alzheimer's. These all demonstrate to the whole community why we are there that day. During the opening ceremony, we actually share stories from that community, from individuals who represent each flower. And then the crowd, you know, all the purple flowers will hold them up in solidarity. And so you see it one by one, just kind of what brought everybody to this cause. So you picture a sea of these brightly colored flowers just spinning in the wind as we all promise to honor and remember those we love and to keep fighting until we reach a world with Alzheimer's disease. It's just one of those kind of gives you chills moments. And from there we walk and it's just always a a lovely morning. So I will tell you, I've seen the flowers and I did not know the meaning behind each color, but I always knew that purple was representative of Alzheimer's just based on the ribbon because you know, most causes have a ribbon. So I knew that for the purple, but I did not know that for the yellow and the blue. I love that story behind that and the fact that each person in their journey has their own flower and represents that as they're doing their walk. I felt like that would be such an emotional walk as well and relatable because you can kind of see who is caregiving at that moment. And that's something that you you may even take advantage of as far as opening a conversation with potentially a total stranger as you're going through a similar journey. So I think that that's really lovely. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Some of our walk staff will say, this is the biggest support group of the year. Not that we sit around in circle and everybody talk about their experience, but just because it does feel so supporting to see that you are not alone in this. If you are on this journey now, look how many people are on this journey with you. Look how many people have been through this and understand what you're going through. So it is a very supportive community and very uplifting just to see visually how many people around you are just as passionate as you are about fighting back against a disease that just takes so much from us and from our families. Exactly. You took the word right out of my mouth, uplifting. I felt like you would leave that event very uplifted by seeing not only the support, but also connecting with other people that are on or have gone through that same journey. And then also, you know, with the blue flower, those that are starting the journey of either dementia, Alzheimer's themselves, that's clearly a very difficult journey, but out there in recognizing it and are supporting the cause to find that cure as they've begun the journey of the disease itself. 
Yeah, it's it's very moving, but it is it's forward looking. You know, back in the day, this event was actually called the Memory Walk, and we intentionally changed it to Walk to End Alzheimer's because we do want to honor, we want to remember all of those people who've made such an impact on our lives. But we also want to keep moving that cause forward, be the drumbeat of change, because we know families need the support regardless. But unless we advance science along the side of providing that support it's not going to change. And so advancing that science, funding both research and the services that we provide in our communities, both are vitally important to do at the same time. And that is what the Alzheimer's Association is all about. Yeah, it's very encompassing on what you provide. Let's get down to what you know the registration is to participate. How does that all work? Sure. Well, it is free to register and it's easy to register on our website at alz.org slash walk. And even though there's no cost for registration, we do encourage fundraising and donation if you're able to. And we provide easy to use tools like uh, you get a personal fundraising page. You can send out that link. You can connect that page to your Facebook profile if you're on Facebook and create a Facebook fundraiser that people can easily support while they are browsing their feeds in the evening. And we also have a Walk to End Alzheimer's app that makes it really easy to send out messages about why you're walking and asking for people to support you. To show our appreciation for that fundraising, every registrant who raises $100 or more will get this year's t-shirt. And we actually send that to each individual right through the mail. So you get it in your mailbox. And we also have a special Champions Club for people who raise $500 or more, a couple different levels where you get a special Champions Club t-shirt and medal and other perks. So we do want this to be a rewarding experience for everyone, um, but we definitely want to show appreciation for those who are helping to fundraise to advance the cause. And whether or not you're able to donate or to fundraise, every single person who registers will get that promise garden flower to take home with them on the day of the walk. Very nice. I love the fact that you have the app for social media. And I think that you get probably a lot more participation on social media because people I think are more willing to donate, especially to Alzheimer's because it has touched so many people's lives that it's something that is near and dear to a lot of people. Yes. And one of the things that I love about that tool is it's a way to share your story. So the people who are most successful are the ones who take the time to you write a little paragraph to upload a photo of you with your loved one to really explain how this has touched your family or your friends and share that with everybody. Because what we really find when you get involved in that kind of fundraising is everyone has a story. And as they support your efforts, they're going to share their story too. So the act of fundraising can actually be very supportive for people to be like, oh my gosh, I did not realize that you guys had been through this. We're going through this right now. And it's also an opportunity to say, well, you know, the Alzheimer's Association can help and it's free and here's how you get involved. So really there are just so many ways that there's a ripple effect of this event to create awareness of the help that is available in the community. Yeah, I think that's amazing. I love that. Social media sometimes just really will benefit you in so many different ways. And that's really one of them. All the funds raised support the mission for the Alzheimer's Association. That's right. So as I mentioned, our our mission is really dual fold. We are the largest nonprofit funder of Alzheimer's disease research globally. And so it's really exciting to be able to directly fund some of the most innovative 
scientific studies around the world. Um, we're talking millions of dollars every year that the Alzheimer's Association is investing in researchers and bright ideas. Many of them go on to the next level to get bigger funding from the National Institutes of Health and to bring these ideas to the forefront and hopefully eventually to FDA approved treatments and better diagnostic tools. But the flip side of that coin is we are also ensuring that families who need support today for facing any type of dementia are getting those resources, whether through that 800 number, through our educational programs that are available both online and in person, and through caregiver support groups, and even early stage programs. So we have unique programming for people who've been diagnosed with mild cognitive impairment or the very early stages of Alzheimer's to connect with each other and find that support in their community for the unique path that they are now on. Every dollar makes a difference and moves a mission forward in so many ways. Share that phone number again. That's the 24-7 helpline. 24-7 helpline is 800-272-3900. And that's on holidays. It's in the middle of the night. Whenever you need it, that helpline is there. And I will take a moment and show my appreciation to our helpline staff because they really are amazing. They're committed to this work. They are specialized in the knowledge that they bring and the compassion that they bring to every caller. And that is just a fantastic resource, no matter whether you live next door to an office or, you know, 500 miles away from an office in some of our big rural states, that is always available for you. Very nice. And the other one that I think is really super important, because I know that we have a lot of caregivers that listen to this podcast as well, is that caregiver support, finding that support that they may not have, especially if they're staying home and they're taking care of their loved one within their home. So they may not have social connections or they're not able to meet friends. And so they're really feeling somewhat isolated. There is a in-person online and message boards. Where is Where are they able to connect with that online? Uh, so if you're interested in our online community, we have a special online community called All's Connected. And you can go to that at alzconnected.org. And this is where you can find message boards on all kinds of topics and, and communicate with people in that kind of environment. We also offer a, a variety of support groups that meet online through like a Zoom format or in person. And to find those, you can go to alz.org slash CRF for Community Resource Finder. Um, and you can search by zip code and what kind of meeting or group you're interested in and find what's near you. I know here in South Carolina, we have a, a large number of in-person support groups that have resumed meeting now on this side of the pandemic. But a lot of our groups have chosen to stay virtual because that can be very convenient for caregivers, as you mentioned, who might feel stuck at home just to dial in from the, the convenience of your home. And here in the South Carolina chapter, we actually have a unique little pot of funding that we call sitter service that will actually pay for an in-home sitter to stay with your loved one in order for a family caregiver to attend a support group or an educational program or that sort of thing, recognizing that it's difficult sometimes for them to get away and to get out of the home. So that is available to help people get that little extra bit of help. And that can be accessed by calling our helpline and asking about sitter service in South Carolina. That is really nice. I like sitter service. I even like the name of it. That's fun. How can people find the walk to end Alzheimer's? I know we talked about this, but let's just recap nearest to them and get registered. 
Yes. So just go to alz.org slash walk. And we've got a map on there that has all of the walk sites. You can, you know, zoom in and find what's closest to you, or you can type in your zip code and find the closest walk. So it's quick and easy to get started there. You have some options. You can register as an individual or you can register as a team captain and start a team. So if you have a couple friends or family members that, you know, will walk with you, we encourage people to start a team and everybody register on the same team or even your workplace. A lot of company teams get involved and are very supportive of walk to end Alzheimer's. So that is always an option. Certainly um, it's late in the season, but we have a lot of company sponsorship opportunities available to support local walks as well, as you mentioned. There are so many ways to support, but the the easiest one and arguably the most fun one is just to register and come out and walk with us. Yeah, I think that's absolutely fabulous. Thank you so much for sharing so much information on how to get connected, join, enjoy, and really connect in general with the walk to end Alzheimer's in any local area, learning about the flowers and what they represented. That was really big for me. I really learned a lot today about that. If you have anything else to add about that we didn't cover today before we close out. No, I would just say if you're if you're looking for more information about caregiving, about Alzheimer's in general, the different types of dementia, the warning signs, visit ALZ.org. That is always a wonderful resource. There's so much information on there. And likewise, you can enter your zip code there to find the chapter that is closest to you. That's perfect. Thank you so much for joining us today, Beth. And if you enjoyed this podcast with Beth, please go check out Alzheimer's Experts Discussions and Progress and Research on the advances in Alzheimer's research and medical advances in that podcast. There is hope. So go please check that out. You will not regret it. And once again, thank you for joining us on SeniorLivingGuide.com podcast, where we can be found, downloaded, listened, and followed anywhere you enjoy music and podcasts. 